Welcome to the Winning Move Podcast. I'm your host, Stratton Brown. I interview successful entrepreneurs from around the world to see what moves they've made in their lives to get successful and more importantly, stay successful. I'm here to make sure you can create a better life for you and your family. Let's tune in. Um, so this is my good friend, Jamil Damji. Absolute badass. Great guy. Um, he has, owns a company called Keegley. They dispo probably 80 to 100 deals a month throughout the country. Um, he came into Fresno with my friend Pace not too long ago, dropped a whole bunch of knowledge bombs on us. Is a wealth of knowledge, one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for coming on, man. Of course, dude. I'm happy to be here. You know, Stratton, you're a dear friend of mine as well, not only Pace's. Um, we, uh, we, we respect you, dude. You know, you're one of the, one of the real ones in the, in the business You're We see your hustle, um, and happy to, happy to be on the show with you and, and talking to, to your audience. Yeah, man. And I'm really more fascinated. I remember we were talking about like, bro, I want to get you on here. And you're like, bro, I don't do shit till 11. That's me time. I want you to talk about that. And like, I mean, I feel like. You're not a, I don't want to say spiritual, but like you're really just in tune guy. Let's talk about that and like that journey and why you don't do anything in your business until 11 p.m. Well, 11 11 a.m. well uh, the morning is for me, right? I, uh, I wake up early. So, you know, when when people are like, hey, what's the earliest you can meet? And I, I say 11. They're like, what? and it's and and it's because I have a very I have very root. I have very structured non-negotiables. Um, you know, like, like eating, sleeping and, you know, taking care of human functions is for most people. My, my humanity doesn't happen. Look hey, at that. Pace. Look at that. Amazing. Hey, my, uh, my humanity doesn't, doesn't happen without my, my morning uh, meditation. Right. And, uh, and and making sure I get my exercise in for the day. So those those two things are they're you know they're the most important thing that I have to do. And I spend quality time with my wife. We talk, we breakfast, or whatever that is. But we I, I have family time, I have meditation time, and I have exercise time. And that happens between the hours of six to eleven a.m. And then beyond that, it's for everybody else. So I thought your meditation schedule is intense. Let's talk about that. Let's so, uh, you know, since COVID, it, it, I, I have to admit that it has decreased in, in um, volume. I used to, and I think that's because my life was more stressful uh, before COVID. When COVID happened, I was at home and I wasn't stressing and I was, you know, yes, there's like the world is on, you know, having a problem. We're in a global pandemic and that's stressful. But really, I was around my wife every day, and I was around my kid every day, and and I was working from home, and I was enjoying that, and I was, uh, I really connected with the people in my. I saw my my family like three times a week. I would go and eat lunch in my mom's backyard, uh, three because I couldn't get in their house because of you know my mom and dad are in their mid eight late seventies. Yeah. So I was staying away from them, but I would still go see them three times a week. And so that for me, that cycle of being uh, with my family and just in my business and with my family and that that wasn't stressful to me. So 
um, I found that my meditation volume decreased. But normally I'll do 30, 30 minutes to an hour every day. How long did it take you to build up to that, man? I can do like 15. So I started, okay, I, you know, I, I want to, I want to frame this correctly. I started meditating hungover, okay, every day, basically, for five minutes. Guess what happened? The hangover stopped because I, I, because drinking, even socially, just kind of, kind of like, you know, now I'll have a, you know, cocktail here and there, but like that fell out of my life. Mm-hmm. That, that need fell away because I wasn't chasing uh, an altered state anymore. I was able to find one in the meditating, but um, yeah, it was. I started at five minutes with a splitting headache. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and then what do you do for exercise? You said you do HIT training, right? I used to, um, and then I, I uh, when COVID happened, you know, that's a big group class, and uh, uh, that's that's a little bit unnerving for me, but I went to Lifetime Fitness and I talked to um, a, a physical trainer there uh, who's like a physiotherapist and a trainer. And he was explaining to me that, you know, for doing almost two years of HIIT training, you've got a big belly. And uh, I was like, yeah, well, that's a, that's a, that's a great, um, uh, you know, observation. I don't know what to do. It's not like I'm mainlining Big Macs every day. I, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. He's like, well, I can tell you what the problem is. You're waking up every day. And you're doing an hour of extremely stressful exercise, which is spiking your cortisol levels. And that is the reason why that's happened. Because you're like, you're lean almost everywhere else, but your belly hasn't seemed to have shrunk. So what he's doing now is he's changed my whole workout. I'm doing strength training three, four, three times a week and then light, like cardio, elliptical four times a week. And uh, he told me to give him 60 days with that. And if I didn't see any massive improvements, I could go back to hit. Wow. And so we got, so wake up, meditate, hit. And then what do you got after that? Then I, then I'm, you know, through all that, other than meditating, um, through all that, I'm, I am responding to emails and I am, you know, checking. I'm still on my phone. Like I'm still with my team. Um except for when I'm, I shut my eyes and I'm, that's when I turn my phone off. But I'm still with my team. Uh, and then I come into the office uh, and I'm, I'm with the people. I'm with my, my, my crew all day. Awesome. And have you, has it improved your productivity? Like thinking about that, someone would say, you don't do a lot until 11. Someone would say, man, you're crazy. Like, I don't know how I could get anything done. I get a ton done. I get a ton done in, in my day. Um, I think it's improved my productivity. And I, I think the reason why it's improved my productivity is what I do, I do really well. I do really focused. And I think that a lot of us spend a lot of time in our days doing activities and work that is not at our highest level of performance. And that's a waste of time. Because if you're not doing it to the best of your ability, guess what you're doing? You're redoing it. You're probably going to do it over and over again. And if you're finding that that's kind of what you have happening to you in your day, that you see yourself repeating the same tasks over and over and over again out of, you know, maybe missing details or um, forgetting to do things or whatever that is. If you're if you're finding yourself not fully focused on the tasks that you're in, it's because you're lacking presence through your day. I'm present my whole day. 
and I would take three hours of presence over 15 hours of half there. Yep. Exactly. Um, so we got that. I wanted to talk to you about hiring. I just went through a bad mishap to where I hired a guy, didn't work out, fired him. I built my life around not having to handle the aspect in my business anymore. Now I got to go back. I got a lot more on my plate. How do you guys screen, hire, and know you're hiring on the right people for your culture? And then let's talk a little bit about building your company and culture. Sure. So I'll, I'll start with the, you know, how we built the company culture. The, um, the key of it is that we built the company on a foundation of love, right? And so we just talked about it again today because we all uh, this month came back to the office on the 1st of June. We are in a tense time in America right now. And uh, um, it's important that we all, and especially in this office, understand that we're all coming to this place with different experiences, with different lives and with different histories. And we need to approach everybody's perspective with, at first, giving everybody the benefit of that they're coming from a loving place. And, you know, um, Quick example, you're sitting at a table, you ask the person, hey, can you pass me a pen? And they're like, I can't, I'm too busy, right? So you could have in your head, Ted didn't give me a pen because Ted's an asshole, right? Ted didn't give me a pen because Ted doesn't think I'm worth his time to give me a pen. Or Ted didn't give me a pen because he is so focused on helping so-and-so with their task that he was, didn't, couldn't, couldn't work on the distraction. Ted didn't give me a pen because he needs to finish what he has to do so, so, so intently because he's trying to make it to his kid's baseball game. What's the story you're telling? What's the story you're telling yourself about people, right? And is that story coming from a foundation of love where you're giving them the benefit of that? Or are you creating that? I lost you. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, but, you know, again, back to what I was saying is what are the stories you're telling, right? Um, and uh, and so that, that right there in terms of when we have people on um, that are in our company, we make sure that we have people that are predisposed to uh, contextualizing things in a positive manner, right? Um, and I think that in itself will, will lend you to a, a good group of people. Uh, secondly, we do do a barrage of personality and skills testing um, when, we, when we have someone come on. So that is important. They need to be able to um, pass a personality test. He doesn't pass many personality tests, by the way. Any of them? No. Um, they have to be able to pass a personality test. They, um, they have to, um, you know, and again, passing a personality test isn't like, are you a jerk or not a jerk? It's uh, who are you? What's your, what's your type? What kind of individual are you, right? So that's important. Um, but where we hire from is also important, right? So yes, we have plenty of online um, tools that we use for hiring, but a lot of stuff comes from word of mouth. And, uh, you know, my, my, my team here, we're all, um, for the most part, uh, people who go to church, right? And so um, a, lo a lot of our staff have come from 
from the church, in all honesty, from friends and family that are people of faith. And, um, you know, that has really worked out well for us. Wow, I didn't know that one. Um, this is an off-topic question. How'd you get that beard to grow in so good so fast? I've been trying to get it out of you for months now. So, you know, um, I draw it on. No. Uh, I'm an Indian. I'm East Indian, bro. I, we, we, I basically have to. I, let's just say this, okay? I, I, I start the day covered in hair, and every day I have to shave where I want you to see. How's that? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, <laughs> what personality tests are you taking? Do you use PI? We use the DISC test. Really? Yeah. Is there a reason you guys don't use predictive index? Like I was told predictive index is the way to go. I mean, you know, everyone's got a, a way to go, right? Um, we understand the, the DISC test and, and it's easy to interpret. So it works for us. Awesome. And then, so what's your day like once you get to your office, man? Do you, is it scheduled or are you kind of just putting out fires? Um, I don't have a lot of fires to put out, honestly. Uh, I am pretty time blocked. So I've got a lot of things scheduled and a lot of meetings I got to do. Uh, a lot of a lot of things going on uh, through the day. Um, but it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a scheduled day. You know, um, I don't have as much energy as this. We all, everybody know who this guy is? Stratton Brown, you're probably the most handsome man in wholesale, bro. Oh, thank you, my friend. Come on, dog. And I saw you over there in Utah. You were making me super jealous. You went over and visited your parents? Yeah. Well, I was there like last week, yeah. Yeah, bro. It looked awesome. So you consume my content, huh? I'm, I'm happy you're my homie, you. bro. Of course I consume your content. You're <laughs> Honestly, Jamil and I have probably never been treated better in all of our travels together as when you hosted us. You were absolutely amazing. Oh, wait. Zach Weist uh, was better than him. Was he? Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, you got to step up your game. <laughs> Just well, I, mean, I know that. They I got know picked that. up by like a Benz. I know. I, I know that. Stratton was feeling a little bit like, he's like, oh, they picked him up in a Maybach. Um, they picked him up in a Maybach? I was like, ah. Uh, <laughs> you know, what do you do? Right? But you going to lunch? Uh, I'm going to be meeting with Bobby and Thomas. Okay, later. Are you going to lunch? I'm going to lunch right now. Okay, I'll see you later. Have fun, bro. Hey, later, Stratton. You're the man. See you, man. Thank you. Isn't he the best? No, he's the best. His um, Rochelle has been a godsend, and he can. Yep. Um. So once you get to the office, we're talking about. Like, what do you time block out? Like, what are your responsibilities in your business now? I know you're more growth. Like, you're not doing sales um right now i'm actually uh not i wouldn't call it sales i'm doing vetting so right now i'm vetting a lot of uh, for potential franchisees um it's actually me getting on the phone with them talking to them finding out about their business finding out if they're going to be a good fit so i've spent a lot of time on the phone with people um you know i i did five of those calls yesterday and uh, each of them run around an hour so i was on the phone for five wow. hours just talking to people finding out who they are and what's going on in their business and if they'd be a good fit for Kegley. I mean, we have so many people wanting to be a franchisee that it's been, it's, it really has become where we're like having to figure out who's going to be the right guy. You know, that's a good problem to have. I'm not complaining. It's a good problem to have, man. Um, day 
What's your work-life balance like? Like, I want to take it back to that again. Because, I mean, you don't work. You work a lot when you work. But I feel like, again, you have a great balance. I I do have a really good work-life balance. I have amazing business partners that take um, so many details off my plate that I wouldn't have the wherewithal to handle. Um, So that's really good. I... um, I like to have fun, man. I, I, I think that for me, if I'm not enjoying my day, meaning that uh, if I don't get my, my family time, if I don't get my meditation, if I don't get my workout, if I don't get to commune with my people, if I'm not uh, being productive all day, then I'm an unhappy guy. You know, uh, there's, I, I, there was a fortune cookie I read uh, the other day. And uh, uh, um, they said that, that, Making a person, it said that making someone happy isn't really difficult. All people need are someone to love, something to do, something to hope for. That's it, you know. Um, and 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 I and I feel like that is probably is if you boil it down, that is what I have. You know, I have the people I love. Right, and I love my people, my my family, and my friends. Um, I have something to do. I have a purpose. I help people in their businesses. I help my my staff in in their in their uh, productivity in this business, and um, I have something to hope for. You know, I, I I hope to see Kegley nationwide helping people across the country move their wholesale deals, and I hope Wholesale Hotline blesses many brains with with information to help them change their financial destinies. And, and if I can show people how to do that in the positive, inclusive, cooperative way, as opposed to the other way, which I, you know, it's funny. Uh, I love Grant Cardone. So don't get me wrong. I think he's an interesting character and I, and I like his energy. I like, I like his enthusiasm, Okay, okay. but his energy is negative. Okay. He's on the negative side. Grant Cardone is the kind of guy that says, if you're going to come to battle, bring a guns, bring all your guns, all your knives, all your tools, all your weapons of destruction, and we're going to leave this field bloody, and we're going to win. Right? And there, that's a path to winning. It's not wrong. I have a different approach. I feel like, you know what? We can all win together, and so I'm going to leave the guns and knives at home, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to come with my words, and I'm going to come with my uh, my ability to help people. And if I can hold hands with all the people I was supposed to kill, I'm going to walk to the finish line with everybody and we'll all win. And and that's really the 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 message and the way that I I, I, I hope to to spread real estate investing and, and its purpose and what we can do for ourselves and our families in an inclusive cooperative way. That's what I essentially hope I can spread and, and just make make more people see that there's there's value there and benefit to that that is so cool man um how did you find your partners you're talking about that like how did you find your partners that would allow you to operate in your own unique ability because i feel like you operate in your unique ability all the time in your business so at a sandwich packing party i'm not kidding i found hunter and i met hunter and josiah at a at a uh, we were all we all met at a at a mutual um, uh, acquaintance's house to pack 
sandwiches for homeless people. And they were there doing service. And I was there uh, with my wife doing some service. And um, they asked, you know, they'd heard of me and I hadn't heard of them. Right. They'd heard of me. They'd said, hey, we hear you're that guy who does all those deals. You know, how many deals did you do last month? And I said, 14. And they were like, how, how, how does that happen? Right. And I was just one, it's just me and my sister. Right. Like, it was like, um, like, how does that even work? Like, how do you have any time? You know? Um, and, uh, I was just like easy. And, and I asked, what do you guys do? They said, well, you know, we're really good at selling deals. So if you have any deals for us, you know, shoot them our way and we'll let us try to sell them for you. And, uh, you know, I was, I was in a situation with someone who was already doing that for me. And, um, and that individual was uh, unavailable to help me with some deals I had. And I had taken Josiah's phone number from the sandwich packing party and I called him up and, uh, he answered and I said, Hey, uh, my, the person, my go-to isn't available to help me move a deal. Do you have some time and do you want to work a deal with me? And uh, sure enough, him and Hunter said yes, sent them the information, did an option with them, and minutes later sold, wow. right? And then I thought, okay, well, here's another. Minutes later, sold. I was like, well, here's another. And it was the same thing over and over again. And I thought, what are these guys doing? Like, they're really good. They're really good at, at this process. And so um, – we worked together loosely like that for a year before we became business partners. I was a free agent. They were free agents. Um, and uh, uh, I really respected their ethics. I really respected their personalities. Um, you know, and, and oddly enough, like, so um, Josiah, he's 25, I think. I'm 41, right? So I'm, I've, I've been around the block. I'm a little bit older. Josiah still teaches me stuff all the time, all the time. And it's like that, that takes a lot for a person that's a little older or that has set in their ways to be able to, to understand that, that there's people younger than you who know more than you about things yeah. and that are, um, that are exceptional, you know? And, um, and I think that both, Hunter and Josiah are exceptional people and they both teach me things every day. So, um, you know, that's, that's what it is. I love them. Uh, I think they're the best guys. They are honorable, honest, and being their business partner has been the biggest blessing of my life. That is so cool. So we got Hunter, Josiah. And my sister. And your sister. I don't think I've ever met your sister. I you haven't. Sister you, yeah, she, she's not really public. Um, you know, when we were first starting, my sister and I were business partners always. And so a lot of the seed capital that Keegley was built on and, and, you know, a lot of that came from her. And so she's she has a little bit less of a public role and, and uh, she's she's kind of enjoying her situation right now. That's awesome. So we got tips how to find the right partners with the unique abilities. What are your hobbies, man? My hobbies? You know, that's a great question because I, 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 I don't know that I have like hobby hobbies, you know, 
Um, I love I love listening to to music. I like reading about spirituality. Um, you know, reading different books. Um, I like to go out and take walks. I, I think being outside and just being in nature is is amazing. During COVID, I actually compressed some of my spinal cord because I was walking eight to ten miles a day every day just to get out and 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 be in nature, um, be out in the world. And so, yeah, I mean, I think those are the things that I really love. I love my dogs. You know, um, I, you know, I like spending time with them and, and, and hanging out. I don't, I don't, you know, build model cars or I don't um, collect stamps or, uh, you know, watch anime. I do all those things if I could. Right. But um, <laughs> I don't know. You don't like anime, bro? I, you listen, anime? My wife uh, loves Naruto. Right. So like. Uh, she was trying to get me to, to, to get on Naruto and I gave it a chance and I couldn't get on it. Sorry. Um, if you guys have any questions for Jamil, feel free to ask. Um, what inspired Wholesale Hotline, man? I mean, that's like three heavy hitters. Mr. Brent, one of the most present people I've ever met yes. um, when, we were, when I was there in January. I, I did not expect that type of energy from him. Brent's amazing. Um, he was just here, actually. Um, 15 minutes ago, uh, Brent. And uh, so Wholesale Hotline's inspiration actually came from, I was on Sunday service with Pace. And, you know, Sunday service is where he goes over creative deals and, and does a lot of that. Uh, but there's a, there was a small little piece of it where he brought somebody on and was talking, we were talking to them and that person was asking me questions and I was answering them on the hop. And, and then when we finished Sunday service for that day, um, I, I, went up to Pace and I said, dude, um, I liked everything that we did for that hour and a half. I'm like, but honestly, that like three minutes where we had that person on the line and we were like pouring into them and actually listening to their problem instead of telling them about how great we are and what we have going on. We were like, what do you have going on and how can we help you? I'm like, I got a buzz out of that that I don't think I've ever had in my life. I want to do that and I want to do that for an entire show. And he was like, okay, cool. And I'm like, I think we should make it like a hotline style. And we should call it Wholesale Hotline. And he's like, I love it. So Pace and I did the first episode of Wholesale Hotline. It was super janky. We had his cell phone and like call rail number. And and we couldn't get anything working. And it was a bad, bad echo. But we were like, we had hundreds of people hop onto that. And they loved it. And then we walked out of that, that first episode. And I said... You know, Pace, I feel like everything that is magical happens in threes. It's just the rule, right? Like morning, afternoon, evening, breakfast, lunch, dinner, birth, life, death, um, the Holy Trinity. Everything, everything happens in threes, even jokes. Good jokes are told in threes. Um, it's all it's a magic. It's a magic number, right? Uh, I think we're missing somebody, and I think that person needs to be Brent Daniels. And uh, so, yeah, you know, hopped on the phone, and and Brent was just waiting by his phone. He's like, I wonder if they're going to call me to see if I want to be on Wholesale Hotline. And so as soon as he answered, he was like, I'd love to be on Wholesale Hotline with you guys. And we were like, great, Brent, come on. That wasn't what I was going to ask, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, really, though, um, 
it's amazing, dude. And I and, and it's gonna get even better. So um, you know, nobody knows this, but we're gonna add because we just talked about it today, but we're gonna add a new portion of the show where the first half an hour, it's gonna be just technical stuff. So you guys will be watching the, our technical teams working leads, working calls, working SMS, oh. working, and then thousands we're gonna- and Thousands and millions of dollars worth of content. Like people don't understand all the backend systems, especially yours, like 50 employees, the amount of systems that have to go into place so people don't punch each other in the face. And so mm -hmm. you don't punch yourself in the face. Mm -hmm. Unimaginable. Yep. So that's going to be the first half an hour. And then, you know, we'll hop on after that and, and pour in. So it's going to be amazing, dude, that we have a lot in store for, for the, for the folks, for the viewers. Um, it'll always be free. It'll always be all of the information they need to know to go out and get their first deals. Um, yeah. It's, it's look, there's guys out there charging 50 grand for a course uh, where you could get all that detail from us in, in a, in a two hour show. Exactly. But you, what, you know, I think that's the best and I, and believe me, I, we haven't made a lot of friends because of that. Oh yeah. I mean, now we're talking, you guys, we want to talk about after flipping at all. Yeah. I think it's yeah. awesome. Let's talk about yeah, astro flipping real quick. Astro flipping is amazing. Um, I'm going to take a more active role in astro flipping in the coming months, so you'll see a lot of me. Um, let's, and, uh, let's explain what astro flipping is real quick. Astro uh, flipping is showing. It's our model. Go ahead. Yeah, it's basically our model. It's it's how we it's how we do deals at um, uh, rapid rapid fire pace and and at higher volumes. Right. The concept of astro flipping was if you could. Do if you could go into space and do a backflip, uh, it would be way easier in space than it would be on Earth because there's no gravity holding you down, right? Um, that's essentially how we approach wholesaling, right? So when we basically show you how to take your business, remove the the weight, remove the the items that are holding you down, the minutia that's keeping you stuck in, uh, you know, in a in a mindset where everything is so hard and and you can actually do deals at a much, much higher volume, um, plugging into these specific techniques. And, and it's really uh, life changing, man. We've got a lot of a lot of folks that are a part of our program that are um, not only crushing it, but like becoming massively, massively big. And I love it. I love it. Awesome. Let me. Um... What is the website for that? It's www.astroflipping.com. Astroflipping.com, yep. And if you uh, have any interest uh, in astro flipping and you'd like to know more, um, uh, send me a DM. Send me a DM. I'd love to tell you more about it. Um, then how can people find out more about you, man? My Instagram is probably the place I'm most active. It's at J-D-A-M-J-I, at J-Damji. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very active there. I'm, I'm active in my, on my Facebook as well. Uh, and, um, you know, if you look around on my Instagram, you can find my email too. You can send me an email. But, um, yeah, DM me. I actually respond. I'm a little behind right now. I have thousands of, of DMs that I have to get through. Uh, you know, monthly. And so I, 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 I tend to hit them every week. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on, man. I don't want to take too much of your time. I know oh, brother, I'm, I'm, 
I appreciate you, Stratton. You're you're uh, uh, you're one of the dudes out there that I, I see every day, just hustling it, making it happen. And um, I appreciate you, man. Um, you haven't responded to Daryl Thomas's DM from a month ago, bro. You got to pick it up. I apologize, Daryl. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not normal. That's not normal for me. It's it's a lot. Trust me, it's a lot. You know, and I don't know if you guys know this, but you know when on requests, have you ever seen it where it says 99 plus? You ever seen that? <laughs> Mine never changes. So I can get through like, you know, four or five hours of responses and it never stops saying 99 plus. I don't know where, I don't know where they store them all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of it, man. I mean, you're still delivering so much value, bro. It's insane. Thank you so I, much for taking your time out to talk to me, bro. I know you're a busy dude, man. I love and you, bro. Sell a franchise out here, man, so I can get some stuff sold and I don't have to worry about you it. You should be the franchise owner out there. What are I you will, doing? We'll Let's talk. Chat. Okay. We'll talk. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. See you, everybody. Keep crushing it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Winning Move Podcast. I hope it helps you make all the right moves in your life and business. Please make sure to go like and subscribe on any podcast platform that you're listening to. And make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Strat Daddy. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon.